0: As you know, we've covered various topics like social media, data, and more. Today, we'd like to take the time to answer a few questions that have come from our listeners. So, the first question I have for us today. How do I protect my office and staff from phishing and other threats? I find it difficult to manage this.
1: Hmm. Phishing. Oh, I guess the first thing we're going to have to do is we're going to have to define it a little bit um, and kind of give you some details about it. You know, the act of phishing is... Starts with a P and not fishing as in fishing for fish, but fishing for people. So, uh, the best way to sort of describe it would be to say this Never reply to a phishing message asking you to provide personal information, or make purchases, or submit banking information, or provide passwords or any sensitive company information. I don't know if you can sense some of little the fun bit. stuff. Yeah, I, I think I, I think you can sense some of my sarcasm in there. It's, it's sort of the things that should be obvious to anybody, um, but you would be amazed. Phishing is one of the most common types of things that cyber criminals will do because it works. So the main thing is this, always use extreme caution with emails. Phishing emails are designed to trick the actual recipient, often through social engineering. And what I mean by social engineering is um, connecting with the right person in the office, maybe finding out who the actual president or CEO is, or who the doctor is, or maybe the office manager, and then crafting an email to somebody else in the organization or office that will trick them into doing something.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, P is for, and I had to uh, do a Sesame Street thing here, but P <laughs> is for fishing, and P is also for predatory, which yes. is another way of thinking of fishing, right? Mm, yeah. and I think it's hard. I, I think it's hard for anybody to really stay disconnected from your online self. But I think there needs to be a distinction between your personal online self Definitely. and your work online self, mm-hmm. right? Uh, let's use email, for example. Email is probably the number one way people get fished or attacked uh, mm-hmm. because it's your personal, your personal mailbox, right? Um, but I'll bet that the majority of those attacks was somebody clicking on something from someone they didn't expect or even it, it is like um, the other week I got something from somebody who handles some investments for me. And well, I thought it was him, but then I look closely at the email, I'm like, that is not him. He is not at email.. Dot... <laughs> <laughs> dot, uh, Sweden dot C A dot O N dot, y- you know, something really absurd. Oh, so, uh, oh, come on,
1: Mike, you didn't have like a $456 million <laughs> transaction that they want to deposit into a bank account somewhere. Actually, you know, it's funny. Um, I wanted to mention one thing I had this actually happen where, um, somebody received an email. They thought the email was coming from the president and that email actually Um, It was written in such a way where it says, they they started off the message by saying, hey, I have something I need you to do for me very quickly and privately. Can you do this for me? (laughs) The person actually thought it was coming from the CEO because they actually did not look at the email address. The the email address had a similar domain, but it actually wasn't the right one. And the person actually Mm -hmm. went out, took their keys, and was about to go out to the store to buy Google Play gift cards. Oh,
0: one of those.
1: Yeah, one of those (laughs) ones where you get the gift card and then they try to get the actual code and they can go really south from there. Jeez.
0: And I think that story is the story of a lot of people. But there's also, it's funny, over the years of doing different kinds of support, you will see some people who will have uh, be layered with so many different kind of protection programs like antivirus malware uh, and everything you can think of. But they when you look at their computer, they'll be full with the equivalent amount of threats. I think sometimes they they were already infected and then they put all this stuff on oh, on boy. top of like, oh no, what am I doing? And then you'll see some people who are just the opposite. They have zero protection mm-hmm. and they have zero, uh, sort of incidents or any kind of threats, and you wonder how the heck did you avoid all this? Yeah. Um. It's called a, rotor- it's- it's called a rotary
1: dial phone, maybe a fax
0: machine, and uh, <laughs> trying to think, uh, telegram. <laughs> I think the difference between the two, at least in my experience, is that um, they've sort of in their offices have established rules and. Um, in what they're using and what they can't use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I mean, having protection in the form of every anti malware and mm-hmm. anti virus type program is great and it'll protect you from most threats, but it's important to also have something called a business continuity plan or mm-hmm. uh, a disaster recovery plan. Yes. And that expands. These kind of things can expand to, you know, what happens when you don't have power in the building or Mm -hmm. have access to phones. Mm -hmm. But specifically with computers, you want to make sure that you have backup plans for things like your hardware and your software, your hardware. A quick example is having redundancies. Mm -hmm. If you're running a server, maybe having a complete server, uh, somewhere sitting in the corner collecting dust, but in the case that all goes to all goes to bad, then uh, you can plug in the server and use that or software. Well, I already used the word. Have a backup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, backup.
1: What's that word again?
0: Backup. Mm. <laughs> it's it's funny because like you will come across so many different. Well, just like in my example of so many different people, uh, running into different problems, but backups are make the big difference and i think we'll come into that later yes yes for sure
1: now um we did uh, get another question coming in and uh i'm gonna read this one out for you and uh, came in from a listener and they it was to do with our current situation so covid19 has changed everything how can we change what we do to better
0: prepare for the next covid Mm oh yeah uh, that's a that's a good question <laughs> and we don't want to think about the next covid or the no. next anything right now we're we're all kind of hands deep wrist deep in everything right now um but i think now is the time to invest in tech definitely uh, one lesson that i've been thinking about these last couple of days is that people using tech uh, weren't using it to their full potential and when I say investing in tech, I don't mean just in money, I mean in time too. Uh, we really have to understand the limits of what we have. For example, in the healthcare world, there's still many clinics that don't run digital offices and have kind of struggled with trying to juggle their staff from maintaining social distance protocols. Because, of course, they have to be the most careful of all, uh, making sure that they clean their waiting rooms and clean their examination rooms between each uh each patient so the really simple example is just having all your charts scanned digitally Um, by doing this uh, some clinics had the option to work from home or from other locations but some clinics don't really see the benefit in that and they should because Mm -hmm. the number one thing is that you don't have a room full of charts anymore and you can access that information from anywhere with the right security, right? (laughs) Of course,
1: yeah. I think the point is, you know, we used to talk about being paperless. It's just being able to be anywhere and access your data at
0: any time. Ooh, hold on, let me ask this one. This is a good one. Uh, So the next question, I'm still using Windows 7. I'm gonna pause there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Do I really need to upgrade my tech? Uh, Maybe you should take this one. You know,
1: it's kind of funny. Uh, Windows 7. Uh, do you remember Windows ME or Windows Millennium? How about uh, Windows Vista? I'm sure everyone uh, loves that. I remember Windows Vista. Yeah. Actually, yeah, remember... I remember... It's forgotten in history now. <laughs> oh, come on. That was the best operating system. No sarcasm in my voice. All hail Longhorn. Oh, That's just for the tech uh-huh. nerds there. <laughs> Some of these... Names seem to go back to operating systems we want to forget. Uh, With the announcement of Windows 10, Microsoft decided to totally skip 9. Don't know why, but hey, you know, must be something about it. But they decided to skip 9 and leave Windows 8 and their Metro interface in the distant memory. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember when Windows 8 came out and there was a lot of you know fanfare about it and it just caused a lot of confusion and i think with windows 10 microsoft's plan was we're going to leave everything behind and we're just going to focus on the operating system and make it better and work for
0: people the problem with seven is that they made it way too sturdy Mm -hmm. uh which is good uh i think that all operating systems should be sturdy i think they should just work well i think that uh, we shouldn't get so many blue screens of deaths so i'm looking at you windows me 95 98 <laughs> um but uh, to sum this up quickly to be serious about this i think uh the simple word is change yes. um because at the end of the day no matter how stable it seems uh the threats that we deal with today mm-hmm. uh they, they change constantly and we need to keep up with that. And especially if you don't want to think about how to protect yourself in these kind of things, the best thing to do is to update your operating system.
1: Look, Microsoft has continued to improve and enhance Windows 10. So don't hold back. Um, the world is changing. Security is changing. Cyber threats are changing. Ransomware. All of these things are changing and you need to have the latest operating system. I too love when operating systems are made solid, but Microsoft has done an excellent job in continuing to prove Windows 10, and I can't wait to see what they do in the future.
0: Which, of course,
1: leads us into another question from one of our followers. Okay. How do I sort through the constant new options of smartphones? Apple. Apple just released a new
0: smartphone.
1: Should I wait? for the next one coming out or is there
0: Uh, you picked this one because of me didn't you? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, uh, my, my quick response to that is wait for what's right for you. I think with any product, uh, there's a tech tipping point where it flips between a need and a want and vice versa. Um, To just give a practical example, uh, I'm talking about myself again. For myself, I was happy with my current phone, which has been, you know, it's uh, three years old now. And uh, until, well, now I need to change it uh, because of the camera. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, Now, even with that, I wasn't sure if I should just change my phone versus fixing my phone because it's a weird buggy kind of software problem that Google's having right now but uh, at the same time that I was considering that Google decided to say hey your phone's coming at the end of life so yeah (laughs) that's basically Google's way of saying okay I think it's time for you to change wow (laughs) Yeah, because I, at the end of the day, when it comes to something like that, uh, when they say end of life, the key thing you need to be thinking about is security. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then you stop patching it, right? That's right. And that's it, when right. they start patching it, then you have to start thinking, okay, how am I going to protect my phone? And I don't want to think about that with my phone. Uh, so for me, I am just going to buy a new phone. Yeah, you know, I I, I see where you're going there. I remember
1: I had a, um, you know all for those who loved it and still love it today. I had a Nexus five many years ago and, uh, yeah. um, I love that phone. Um, I still love, sorry, hold on. Let me just take a moment here just to lament over that phone. Um, I really <laughs> love that phone. Uh, but you know, as you said, uh, sometimes you have to move on. You have to change. And I think change is the most important thing. Um, I really liked what you said earlier on, and I'm going to sort of put quotes around that. And I think you should actually maybe uh, uh, put a note to either copyright that line where it says, you know, wait for what's right for you. And I think that's very Mm -hmm. important. Um, But at the same time, tech is always changing. And if you actually never change, uh, one of the problems is it may actually end up costing you more later. And it really just depends on... um, if it could be an individual item, it could be an office upgrade, whatever it may be, um, you know, just have to remember, tech is always changing. Um, You know, you could hold off and always think the next item is going to be better. The next item is going to be better. And then by the time you get to the end and you realize, Oh, I have to make a change all of a sudden it's a big change. So, you know, take time to sort of incrementally go with those updates keep in line with things because you know security um we talked about that previously with another question where we talked about keeping up with your operating Mm -hmm. systems that you really do need to keep up with technology as best as you could
0: yeah and it's important to think about uh those things uh that we talked about in the previous episode like commitment and customer service as well definitely definitely
1: so let's uh i guess we're going into our next question from one of our followers. And um, we kind of hinted at this earlier on, I think, Michael, when we were talking about backup. So uh, let's get right into the question. (laughs) Um, I've never in all my years had a data failure, but I have to pay for extra services to back up my files. What is the least amount I can do to save money? Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
0: always comes down to money. How can I save money? Yeah. Um, I think the first question that people need to understand when talking about backups is why, is, why are backups important? Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes back to what I was talking about before with the business continuity plan or the disaster recovery plan. What happens when everything goes south? And how quickly can you get it Back up and going, and as I said before, that backups are the quickest answer to getting everything back up in terms of software. Um, so paying more now will probably pay off later when you have trouble. It's 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 basically like insurance. You hope that you never have to use it, but you'll be glad when it's there. Oh, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one good backup practice tip that we usually give is to have multiple sets of data across multiple devices multiple generations of data backups and yeah i mean if so simple example for every clinical day that you have have a backup device that you can take Mm -hmm. off site and protect it in a in a fireproof vault or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) just in case well you never know I I think
1: the uh, most important thing to think about when you're talking about backup is don't always just focus on the money. Um, Backup will aid in protecting your system from extensive shutdowns, potential loss of information. And to be honest, the bottom line is if you don't do backup and prepare for the worst situation, you may be playing a dangerous game with your data. And that will be a far worse problem in the end.
0: very true very true so any more questions i don't think we have any other
1: questions for today but i mean i think this was a good opportunity for us to answer a few questions that came in and hopefully we'll have some more questions in the future that we can
0: answer awesome so we want to thank our listeners again for the questions and for tuning in Uh, we really appreciate them if you have any more Feel free to send them to us, and we'd love to give some insight. Otherwise, please remember to like and share this episode if you want to hear more from us. Bye for now.